Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a bunch of callers who've joined us this evening. I so appreciate all of them taking the time to call in with their questions because makes it fun for me, makes it fun for everybody who's listening, and, and I think we all benefit from those questions. Update about what's going on here. We're starting to get into wedding mode, you guys. Our son, Jonathan, is getting married in May, and his fiance, soon-to-be Dr. Mallory, is uh, going to graduate from vet school on Monday, and then she's going to get married on Saturday, all in the same week in May. So it's going to be a big deal around here. It's going to be crazy. But uh, wedding showers are being planned, and people are starting to book reservations at the hotel, and I was on the phone with the hotel today upping the number of rooms that are in our room block at a special price. I had to guarantee a bunch of them. And so I thought, I don't want to make it too many because, you know, something happens. I don't want to be paying thousands of dollars. So anyways, it's been fun, um, you know, getting to this point. And now it's it's starting to kick into gear a little bit. So I'll keep you posted on that all the way home or all the way till we get to the home base and home plate in May. Um, my honey, Tim's been out of town for a couple of weeks. He's on a plane right now, headed home. I'll go pick him up this evening at the airport after the show. And this morning when I was talking to him, I said, honey, uh, I need you to come home now. <laughs> he started laughing. He goes, yeah, I need to come home now, too. So he's been on business and uh, a little bit of pleasure, too. So I hope your weeks have been going well. Those of you that got ice and snow, I hope you're thawed and uh Hope it didn't cause too many problems for you. But let's go ahead and go to the phones and see who we've got. I believe our first caller is Lori. So let's go to Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to talk to you. This is my very first time calling you, and I'm actually kind of a new fan. I've just recently come across you from a podcast. So I'm interested to dive into your work. Well, wonderful. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling from Southern California. I'm down in Orange County. Okay. Whereabouts? Um, in a little town called Rancho Santa Margarita. It's, um, if you know Orange County at all, I'm just kind of inland from Mission Viejo, yeah. kind of Irvine, that area. Yeah. 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 I've lived in LA for a long time, so I know okay. it well. And, and the groom, my son Jonathan, lives in L.A. now. So, actually, his bachelor parties this weekend in L.A. Oh, and so, several of his buddies from here in Birmingham are flying out. And best man from Portland's coming in. And one of his 
his groom's woman. How about that, you guys? He's got a girl as a groom's uh-huh. woman, obviously a girl gr- uh-huh. groom's woman, and she's flying in from Manhattan, and then his the rest of his groomsmen are all in L.A. So they have a bunch of stuff planned, going to a concert, and so it should be fun. Yeah, so I may be calling you, Lori, if you know if they need help, like if they need to. Okay. Give him my I number. I've, I've done that before. My son's married, and I know that. I know that night. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that well. But hi, Lisa. I see you joined us. I'm going to mute you, and I'll come back to you. So, well, you got a question for me? I do. Uh, Julie, I'm one of those women who has just tried everything to lose weight. You know, I've... And I know you could probably get a lot of calls, a lot of questions about this. And uh, one thing that just really drew me to you was the way that you do body scans and you can individually look at somebody. And I'm just wondering uh, what specifically for my body, if you're able to do this, will help me lose weight? What track should I go on? All right. Yeah, I'll be delighted to, as I say, get you on my radar and see what's going on. I, uh, what, how I do this, Lori, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly because the body has mass. So what I do is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I close my eyes and I'm able to connect into your spirit. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham out to you and in Orange County. And then what's going to happen is I'm going to have a, the equivalent of a hologram of you in my mind's eye. Kind of like if you've ever seen a Star Trek movie or TV show where they're saying, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> mm-hmm. same, looks the same. And then I'll shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And I will have in my mind's eye the equivalent of an MRI or a CT scan or an X-ray. And the energy is always going to go where it's most needed first. So so let me get you on my radar and we'll we'll see what comes up. Okay. So great. here we go. Laser beams heading out to you from Sweet Home, Alabama. All right, got you. Shooting energy. Okay. So you are full of yeast, child. Ooh. Yeast. Candida. Have you heard of that? I have heard of it, but I haven't researched it very much. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to clear it real fast uh, out of your system while I'm telling you what will help. Eat whole foods as much as you can. Vegetables, a little bit of protein, good fats, olive oil, coconut oil, grass-fed butter, that kind of stuff, and then also um, fruit. If you eat fruit, though, peel it because there's lots of yeast on the peel. Stay away from sugar, stay away from anything that's refined, stay away from anything that's fermented. Ooh, okay. And yeah, yeah, like wine. People say, yeah, mm-hmm. I have to give up my wine. I say, yeah, wine's made from moldy grape juice that they add yeast to to ferment. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. mines will throw gas on the fire kind of yeah, a I'm thing. I'm a kombucha drinker, so I should stay away from that too. Yeah, right? stay away from that. Yeah, at least until you get the yeast, um, you know, up and get it out of your system. So okay. their uh, olive leaf extract is good to take. Nystatin and it is a prescription that is an antifungal that kills yeast on contact. If you want, why don't you schedule a private session, Lori, 
with me, just go to AskJulieRyan.com and we can go into it in really great detail and get everything all healed and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then I'll, I'll give you a lot of pointers. To oh, that would be perfect. I was actually looking to do that today and I yeah. saw your Instagram. So, okay, I'll do that yeah. tomorrow. Then. Great. And we'll have a whole hour to go over all of this. And um, the first thing that came up was yeast. So that's the main issue. But, what, you know, we'll see what's happening. Okay. That would be great. All righty. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Okay. Thank you. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see who we have next. I believe it's Marsha. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm doing well. My honey's out of town, too. Um, he's in Cape Coral, Florida with his parents. Um, his dad's been in the hospital and not doing too well, and he's got you know, quite a bit of dementia going on. But it seems like he's all he wants to do is sleep, and he's in a lot of pain. And I'm just curious if you can tell what level of transition he might be in. Sure, absolutely. Father. Absolutely. Where are you calling in from this evening? Well, I'm in Carlsbad, which is Southern California, but it's yeah. more on the border of La Costa and Encinitas. It's not yeah. Carlsbad Village, which is north of me. So, uh-huh. and my husband is helping his parents trying to get things in order for them. His dad's almost ninety, so um, and they're in Cape Coral, Florida. Okay, all right. And what's your father-in-law's name, Marcia? His he goes by Dan. I mean, his Italian name is Fiore. Okay. Uh, All right. Goes, goes by Dan. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you with my laser beam, and then it's going to bounce back over to the right coast and go down to Florida, and we'll hook into Dan from you. Okay. So here we go. All right, laser beam, got you. Bouncing back to Florida, got Dan. He's in phase seven of twelve of the twelve okay. phases of transition, and what that looks like. I'm, I'm sure you're not looking at a diagram of it, but what seven looks like is as we're dying, our spirit hangs onto the top of the head, it exits the body, being connected to the body, and it hangs onto the top of the head, and it looks like a bubble on the top of the head, Marsha. It reminds mm-hmm. me of a cartoon caption that you'd see words in and, um, or, or perhaps a, a character's thoughts. And what happens then is um, your father-in-law's parents' spirits are at his feet. He has a row of angels that go out on either side from his parents, and they are forming a horseshoe at his feet. And then there are lots of family and friends' spirits that are there, and pets' spirits as well. And then he has an angel on either side of his spirit bubble. So if you can go to AskJulieRyan.com and click on the 12 Phases of Transition tab, Marsha. Yeah, I, yeah I did that, and I just uh, previewed that before the call. And I was yeah. curious. It's like they're in a horseshoe, and then as it, uh, the transitions go forward, they form a line. I'm curious mm-hmm. why they go from a horseshoe to a line, a rope. They start, they start out in a circle around the person, yeah. and yeah. as as the person's getting closer and closer to death and that horseshoe opens up and they extend to your point, which you just made in a straight line. They act as the line of demarcation between the spirit world and the human world. Mm -hmm. And so that's, 
that's the configuration that I see them progress through with everybody. When everybody's yeah. dying, whether it happens instantly and I'm doing an instant replay of somebody's death or whether somebody takes days, weeks, months or longer to die. It's it's pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, but there's three questions. That, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, my husband was just saying that as he was with his father yesterday, it's like he he's sleeping and he's really snoring and then his breath is like nothing. And, you know, and then he starts again, he wakes up, kind of looks around, mumbles, and then goes back into a deep sleep. And um, he was feeling like his dad is, uh, cause he's such a, you know, has a strong constitution that he's just holding on to the physical right now. Mm-hmm. Well, there are three questions that I always ask everybody as they're dying. And uh, with your permission, I'd like to ask Dan, those questions yes Yes, Uh, first first one is are you ready to go he's telling me yes are you in pain he's telling me yes is he in pain does he seem to be in pain yes he's in a lot of pain okay and what do you need my family and something about horseshoes does he have a lucky horseshoe or something that he has at his home Uh. You know, I don't know about that. I um, don't know. I'll, I'll ask my husband who can then ask the mother and see his horseshoe, he's saying, or a, like he's a saying, lucky horseshoe. A lucky horseshoe, or that's me saying, because he, he said, I need my family and I need horseshoes. So, Oh, well, maybe he needs some good luck. <laughs> he's a funny guy. Maybe okay. he's making a joke. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe because a lucky horseshoe would mean luck to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hi, Lydia. I'm going to put you on mute and I'll come back to you. Um, yeah, he said horseshoes, plural. And of course, I thought oh, of the okay. game horseshoes, but maybe it's lucky horseshoes and he's saying it to be funny. Could be. Yeah. Do you have any like ideas like time frame? I know that people can hang on in different levels for quite a long time, but do you have any kind of sense? They, I don't. I, I would know more if I took a look at him tomorrow. Right. So if yeah. you email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, I'll take a quick peek okay. at him and that'll give us a lot of information. Okay. All right. That, well, I so appreciate the info. It's, it's good to know and I can pass it on to my, my husband. You bet. And then, have you read my book, Marcia, Angelic Attendance? No, I haven't. I kind of browsed, uh, I guess, online. Check it out. It's available in audiobook, paperback, and also digital. And I think for your husband, too, if he can download it or download the digital or the audiobook, it's not very long. It'll take him less than three hours to read it that it will bring you lots of comfort. It will explain a lot as you go through this. And it will also, um, I think, just it, the stories in it are heartwarming. So it'll help you see the glorious side of what's going on with yeah, Dan. Well, he loves audiobooks, so I'll have okay. him do that. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, well, thanks for calling in. Email me. Okay, well, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, I think our next caller is Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Hello. Hi, Mary. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Well, I'm good. Um, I was quite moved today by your um, email and your blog, and that you mentioned uh, Dr. Northrop's Dodging in Energy Vampires, the book. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to check in because I, I, you had told me to get it and read it, and it's excellent. And I just, I'm sort of, you know, I'm working the advice in it, but I seem to be doubling up on energy vampire personality. <laughs> and I just, I wanted to check in with my spirit guide and just see if I'm on the right path. And okay. I have two questions. So, so, so I'm asking, I'm asking, am I in the right place um, at the church with the children's work that I'm currently involved with? When you ask, am I, well, first of all, tell everybody where you're calling in from, please. Toronto. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and I'm sure you've got lots of snow up there, I would think. Yeah, we're not doing too bad this winter. We just had some rain and took it all away. Oh, good. Okay. So when I got, when you said, am I doing the right thing for me by working at the church, I got a no. And when you said, and working in the children's ministry, I got a yes. Okay. And right now I'm um, on a track with the children's ministry of taking a facilitator's training course, but there seems to be a personality there too, who's very controlling. She doesn't, if things don't go her way, she's very angry. So I just wonder, I said, oh, am I in, am I, and am I in the, am I in again with somebody that's going to drain me? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so do you want a name or do you want? No. So I guess your question is, is it in your best interest to take the training course? Yes. Yes. Is it in Marianne's best interest to take the training course she's slated to take? When are you when are you supposed to take it, Marianne? I'm in it. I'm in it. I started it and then I'm gonna go for a pract- practicum to Halifax with the group. So I'm already it's already started. The facilitator's training course. So let's ask, is it in Marianne's best interest to complete the training course that she's currently enrolled in? And I get a yes. On that. Okay. okay. Now, now the thing that piques my interest, though, is is it in Marianne's best interest to continue to work in the children's ministry in the church where she currently is? And I'm getting a no. So that's two no's so far. Wow. On that. So there mm-hmm. may it may be that you're getting trained through this training right now, and it may make sense for you to look at perhaps transitioning to a different church. Right, 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 or location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, for what it's worth there. And as far as energy vampires go, there's this little trick that you can do. And energy vampires, to those of you that don't know what Marianne and I are talking about, are people that when you're with them, they just kind of suck the life out of you and you yeah, feel drained. And confusion. And then you feel like you come out of a, a washing machine after they shot all this you know, all these orders at you and you know what I mean? Like they're, they're really high powerful people that, that have, they have a lot, a big to do list. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So when you're with somebody like that, Marianne, what you can do is, is just envision a a iridescent bubble going around you. And what's going to happen is that's going to let your energy and your light out, but it's going to keep anybody else's from getting into you. Right. Okay. okay. It's kind of like um, imagine yourself in one of those big balls that you see people can roll in. You know, sometimes you'll see them at parties and things, and um, and do that, and that will help. 
And then when you're away from them, then you can take your bubble off. But it's a way right. to kind of protect yeah. yourself. So, yeah, so. I usually pray to my guardian angel anyway. You know, there you go. Yeah. That works yeah. too. Yeah. So pray to your guardian yeah. angel and put your bubble on. Yeah. Julie, would you say it's a particular personality at the church or just just get out of that get out of that church? It's a personality at the church. Yeah. And God's not moving her. It's very interesting. Because yeah. sometimes God moves that personality. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. Okay. You know, the more the more you work on your stuff, the less she's gonna have to do things with you to get your attention. So okay. and that's a longer conversation. But okay. thanks for calling in, and good luck with your training. Thank you, Julie. Great hearing your voice. Thanks. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Okay. Let's see who else we have. I believe our next caller is LaShonda. Hi, LaShonda. Hi, Julie. How are you? How are you, girl? Pretty good. Been keeping busy, I must say. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. West Palm Beach, Florida. All right. Well, I know it's beautiful down there. <laughs> uh, for the last couple of days, yes. Uh-huh. Very windy yesterday. Uh, tornado warnings, you know, in the counties just north of us. And the temperature is going to drop tonight, so it's going to get cold. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Well, it is the winter time. But. Yes. Yeah. Well, you got a question for me? Uh, sure. I would like to ask a question um, about my husband. Sure. Uh, he has not been feeling well, and he um, works away from home. He um, he travels, and um, he had asked about uh, finding a doctor to go see while he was, you know, traveling. Mm-hmm. But um, he um, so he's going to go see somebody. Uh, to, uh, I think Saturday, but uh, the question is he saying he's not feeling well, headaches, cold, or what have you, but, and with the cold, and he says sometimes, you know, it's the um, colored mucus sometimes that comes up, but mm-hmm. the thing that's bothering him most, and I'm curious about, is he says he can smell when he takes a deep breath, and I guess like some malodor is something that smells internal. He's like, what? What is that? And we don't cure what that could be. Sinus infection is what I'm getting. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty common. So have him do the vitamin C and zinc trick, LaShonda. So a thousand milligrams of ester C three times a day. Add it. Add to it 50 milligrams of zinc three times a day. It's a super rocket booster for the immune system. And then see if you can get him to rinse out his sinuses. Do you have one of those neti pots or a device like that that will rinse out the sinuses? I do, but he, uh, again, is not home. He's over the road. He's, uh, he's a truck driver. Mm-hmm. Long That's all right. He can get one of those and he can use it in a, you know, in a hotel room or whatever. Um, the uh, the easiest thing to do, especially when traveling, is to you want to use purified water with it. So tell him to get Dasani or Aquafina or Nestle bottled water because it's purified, and then you mm-hmm. pour those little saline packets in there, and he can do that. But the vitamin C and zinc is going to make a huge difference for him and. It'll boost his immune system. 
Okay. Will okay. do. And, and I don't Thank even you. have him on my radar, but when I ask, does he have a sinus infection, I get a yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Take All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Susie. Hi, Suze. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for taking my call. You bet. How are you? I'm good, thanks. At first, I want to thank you for your suggestion last week to go in the pool for my ankle because oh, that's good. something that seemed like um, I would never have thought of on my own, and I did it the next day. Oh, except my cool. friend told me I wasn't supposed to run on the concrete, so she got me a. Um, she's a trainer, my best friend, so she gave me one of the the pool belts. So that was awesome, and so now I'm doing that. So um, if you can send any healing energy to that ankle after I banged it on well. the cement, that'd be great. But <laughs> otherwise, I'm super happy to be doing. I did get a really good workout today with the, the pool belt. So thank you Wonderful. for that. And um, the second thing is I, I found out last Friday morning that a friend of mine had, they'd found her at her house last Thursday dead. And it's such a shock to all of us. And we don't know. I was talking to the coroner because they can't find uh, family members. And um, so I was trying, I connected him with her counselor and her counselor actually called me uh, Tuesday and was really shocked. And we're just trying to figure out, you know, if you, if, I don't know if you're able to find out if, you know, how she died or she was only 47. Sure. So Yeah, sure, um, sure. Thank What's you. What's your name, Sue? Zuri, Z-U-R-I. Z-U-R-I. That's an interesting name. I don't know that I've ever heard it before. Yeah, me either. <laughs> huh. Okay, and please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, and she lived in Oakland. Okay, all right. So what I'm going to do is connect into you, and I'm sure she'll be standing next to you because they always know when we're talking about them. <laughs> uh, okay, got you. Yeah, she's standing to your right. <laughs> Hi, Zuri. Okay, did she have an addiction problem? She might have. The coroner okay. said he didn't know if it was drugs or... That's what I got, drug overdose. Oh, wow. Was it over uh, accidental or on accidental. purpose? Accidental. Ac- accidental. Okay. Because she had two dogs and we couldn't believe that she would have purposely um, done that. If, accidental. Yeah, so, so, so was she on... Um, I'm getting opioids. She was on some kind of opioids for pain meds or something? Oh, I know she had pain. I didn't. I don't know what she was taking, but I know. I do know she, that she had different pains, and so. Um, yeah. Okay. And so, do you have a sense of when she passed away? They found her on Thursday, but they said maybe it had been a couple of days. She said she's telling me Wednesday morning. She's saying early wow. Wednesday morning. Wow. And does she have any family members to direct them to? I know she had a brother who's blind, but we can't remember his name. Is she able to say? His name? She's she's telling me that it's there's no reason to contact family members, that she'd oh. just like to be cremated and have her ashes thrown in the Pacific. Okay. Ashes in the Pacific. Okay. So no need to for family members. Okay. And no. is there anything that she's, I mean, we want to say we all love her, miss her. Is there anything that she wants to say to us or anything she to her counselor? She's concerned about her dogs. Um, mm-hmm. Are they are they in uh, like the pound right now? Are they? Yeah, where are the, they? yeah. The coroner said they had been picked up by animal control. Okay, yes. that's what she's telling me. They're in the pound. <laughs> she called it mm-hmm. the pound, the dog pound. 
Um, so is there somebody that can take care of them or adopt them? The thing is I don't even know, like, what, who, what the dog, where the dogs are or who they are. I know she sent me pictures of them, but I don't know, um, the more details to know who might be able to do that, especially if we don't know family members. So I was concerned about her dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, she wants them to go to a good home and she'd like for them to stay together. So she's saying if you talk to the police, the police uh-huh. can give you information on where they are and who and, and you know what kind of dogs they are in the pound. Uh-huh. I have the pictures of the dogs. So Okay. Um, does she so, say their names? What they are? What their names are? Because I don't know their names. Yeah. Okay. But if you have a picture, that'll help. But she'd like, she would appreciate you guys helping get her dog's place. That's really the only thing she's concerned about. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Anything else she oh. has a message for her counselor at all? Because I know mm-hmm. the counselor was concerned because she almost did a well check, but she didn't, a wellness mm-hmm. check. No. No. She doesn't. Not at this time, anyway. So, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. My condolences to you. Thank you, Tyler. We all miss her and love her and wish you all the best. She can hear you. You can talk to her. (laughs) Okay. By the way, Suze and everybody listening, this is what my training is going to be about, my angelic attendant training that is going to start February 9th. I'm going to teach the people in the class how to communicate with spirits that are alive and deceased doesn't matter. You know, I mean, I connect with spirits, whether they're like with Zuri or like with LaShonda's husband or, or Marsha's, you know, father-in-law, what we've done so far, even this evening. And, um, and I'm going to teach you how to do that. I'm going to teach you how to validate it, whether the information is correct that you're getting. And I'm going to teach you how to identify the, the 12 phases of transition. And, by knowing this information, it will absolutely enhance your life in ways unimaginable. I promise. So um, go to my site, AskJulieRyan.com, training, check it out. There's six months interest-free payment plan if you need help paying for it. And um, we had a bunch of people sign up for it already. I've got It's half full already in the first week that I've opened up the enrollment. So I've got about six spots left. So everybody, you know, that's interested, go check it out on the site and consider signing up because it's going to be really terrific. And we're going to do it online uh, four Saturdays in a row for a couple of hours, and they'll be videotaped for playback if you have to miss a session. And there'll be a private Facebook group. I think it's going to be really fun. So, Suze, consider checking that out, and we'd Thank love you. to have you and anybody listening join us. I'll look into it. Thank you so much, okay. Julie. Bless you, you all your callers. Take okay. care. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. I believe our next caller is Miss Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Well, good evening. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm fighting a little nasal drip, but other than that, I'm doing just fine. Oh, please tell everybody where you're calling from. I am Columbus, Ohio, the frozen tundra. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> It's chilly. Oh, gosh. Well, you got a question for me? I do. I am working our family business, and Mm -hmm. we have been in talks with one another family to purchase it for about a year, 13 months. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm at a pivotal point right now where I'm ready to walk away because I just don't believe we're going to be able to come to terms. So my mm-hmm. question is, will this family at some point in the future be the one who's going to buy it? Or I get should I get, I get a I got to know before you even ask the whole question. Okay. Okay, then I'm just moving on. Yeah. I think that would be best. Okay. Yeah. Just um, um, a lot of effort this past year, but that's fine. You know, it's taught me something. Well, so let's ask another question. Will another buyer materialize? Yes. In the next six months, no. Sooner, no. In the next year, yes. In the next nine months, yes. Uh, So I have to believe that all of the work that you've done getting ready for this buyer that may or may not come to fruition, this deal that you're working on right now, is going to prepare you better for the next potential buyer that's going to come along and it will be smoother. Good. Yeah. So, you know, everything. I feel like it's not for naught. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much. Yeah. Everything happens in our best interest, Lisa, and and even when we're frustrated, you know, especially in a business deal, you know, we want it to close because it's so much work. I mean, I've been there with selling companies before. And and if you can keep the mindset of this is all happening for me, it's all in my best interest, how it's unfolding, I'll be able to look back at this at some point and say, okay, this now makes sense. Because how I took these different steps to get to where I was when I finally sold the business, the business wouldn't have sold unless I would have taken those steps. So it, just trust that it's all unfolding perfectly and that the day is going to come when you're going to be able to look back at this and say, mm, wow, I never envisioned that it would play out that way, but it was perfect. I promise. Thank you. Thank I promise. You. Yeah, it will. Okay, I hope you feel better. I will. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay, everybody, we do this show on Thursday nights at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information at a bunch of different places on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. It's on the homepage. 
Uh, it's on my blog that I send out on Wednesday nights or Thursday mornings. Just go on my site and sign up for my blog. And it's a question that somebody submits online and then I answer it. One is chosen each week. And it has all the call-in information on the email. And it's just a reminder. Hi, Sherman. I'm going to mute you and I will come back to you. And um, also on social media, I always place on social media on the day of the show, just a reminder to call in and uh, all the call-in information. And then obviously, wherever you download podcasts, uh, it's in the show notes, too. While you're on my site, sign up for a private session. You'll see a little button that says book an appointment, and then we'll have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want to talk about. If you want to cover just a whole bunch of different topics, we can do that. We can talk to deceased loved ones. I can do medical scans. I can scan your pet. We can talk to your spirit guides. We can do past life stuff. It's really fun, you guys. Even if we're talking about stuff that's sad or makes you angry or whatever, I promise we laugh a lot. So it's really a blast, and I love having you to myself for an hour. Okay, so this week we had a question submitted from Dawn Marie, and she lives in the Bronx in New York City. And she said, hello, Julie. I recently came across you on Dr. Northrup's show. What an awesome interview. Thank you both. For the past few days, I've been wondering what question to ask. My mind chatter has been constant, and my questions keep tripping over themselves, which is pretty much the norm with me. I decided perhaps I should just start with that, dot, 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 my mind chatter. Can you please scan me and perhaps see what's going on with me in regards to the constant mind chatter? I feel like it's holding me hostage. A great deal of the time, I believe I might be mentally ill. I've been diagnosed with severe PTSD, and sometimes I think I'm way too sensitive. Presently, I feel beyond overwhelmed. My mom recently died, and my dad is in poor health. I do what I can to help and have trouble saying no to anyone, especially my family. Trying to set boundaries seems to accelerate my mind chatter. In my mind, when I decline an offer to do something for someone, I hear what a bad daughter slash friend, etc. I am, how selfish I am, and how unspiritual I am. I don't know if I've even ever heard the real me in my own head. I'm grateful for any advice you can send my way. Thank you and bless you. Don Marie. And here's my response. Hi, Don Marie. Thanks for your kind words about Dr. Northrop's show, and thanks for submitting such a great question. It's one most of us can relate to. Many of us, especially women, are conditioned to put everyone else's needs before our own. Think about all the people we take care of, including kids, elderly, husbands, slash partners, friends, pets. The list is endless. In addition, many of us are shamed by parents or other family members if we don't do what we're asked to do, even if it interferes with our own well-being. So, you're not alone in feeling the way you do. I believe mind chatter similar to yours is more prevalent than any of us realize. I know all you guys can relate to this. We we all experience this, probably all the time. And uh, so, Don Marie, you are, you are in a in a sisterhood and brotherhood of people who experience the same thing. So maybe that means we're all nuts. Who knows? But what I just say 
Consider reading Dodging Energy Vampires by Christian Northrup, MD. It will, it, it'll have some helpful hints on how to devise and stick with boundaries. In order to get some information for you, I energetically connected to you in the Bronx and got an image of you in my mind's eye. You look like you were full of frenetic energy. Picture snow on a television screen when it isn't working properly. My suggestion is to ground yourself. Grounding is one of the best ways to release the extra energy in our bodies caused by exposure to electromagnetic frequencies, and I put in parentheses EMFs, emitted by computers, Wi-Fi, cell phones, smart meters, etc. Among other benefits, grounding can help reduce stress, anxiety, and irritability. I can't say enough about this, you guys. Ground, ground, ground. When you're in the sand at the beach, everybody thinks, oh, it's the negative ions from the water. Yeah, that helps us relax, but having your bare feet in the sand grounds us. I think that has more of an effect than the, than the negative ions from the crashing of the waves. I went on to say, just walk barefoot or place your hands in grass, sand, or on cement for a few moments. During the cold winter months when this exercise may not be feasible, Stand barefoot on a basement concrete floor or investigate grounding devices such as mat sheets, bracelets, etc. Next, be diligent about the food you ingest. An easy way to remember a healthy eating plan is, if God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, avoid it. When we eat a whole food diet with lots of veggies, protein, fruit, and healthy fats like olive and coconut oils, avocados, grass-fed butter, it gives us the brain chemicals we need to calm our minds. Lastly, consider meditating, even if it's just for a few minutes a day. I use and recommend the teachings of Joshua Meditation. They're all 15 minutes long and can be downloaded to your phone for easy access. Meditation is a great way to train your mind to have periods of calmness. Eventually, you'll be able to reduce your mind chatter whenever you wish. Hope this information helps. Sounds to me like you're an extraordinarily caring woman, and I'm delighted to meet you even if it is just through email. Okay, meditation. A lot of people say to me, I can't meditate. I've tried it. I can't do it. Meditation is not about oming for a period of time. Meditation is about being able to recognize when your mind is wandering and bring it back. When you meditate, that happens throughout the meditation to most people, unless you've been doing it for 20 years, and then even those people have their mind wander. But when we learn to recognize our mind is wandering and bring it back, we can quickly take care of that. We quickly get in that habit. We know how to do it. This is how you calm down the mind chatter. It's really effective. And it doesn't need to be for an hour a day. Do it for 10 or 15 minutes. It doesn't matter if it's when you wake up, when you're, I don't know, doing the dishes, when you're in bed before you go to sleep. Just try it. Try it. You like it. You remember that commercial that was out a long time ago about that. Okay. So thanks, Don Marie. Appreciate your uh, your sending in that question. All right. Let's see who we have next. I believe it's Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good this evening. And I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio, where, yes, it is very cold. Um but that's okay. It's <laughs> winter. Anyway, January, that's um, right. It's supposed to be. Yeah. I was thinking I was going to ask you one question, but I, uh, I talked to my son before I called in, and now I'm going to ask 
a question for him, and it's about okay. he bought a, a very old home. Um, it's like 125 years old. He's been mm-hmm. in it for 10 years, but through the years, he's always talked about the energy. And um, we joke about ghosts and everything, but he has times where it actually scares him. Uh-huh. And and he just feels like it's in the bedroom most of the time when he's sleeping. He just feels this anger, like somebody has anger. And I always tease him about maybe, you know, he decorated the room wrong or something. <laughs> and they just don't <laughs> like it. So, I mean, we joke about it. And, I mean, he, he doesn't have a real problem with it. But we just always talk about it. Uh-huh. So So I was just wondering what he could do. Um to maybe well, understand it more, maybe, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and when he feels anger from what he thinks is a ghost or another mm-hmm. spirit, it's mm-hmm. the way that he's interpreting it, and it, it may not be a proper interpretation. Again, this is what my training, angelic attendance yeah, training okay. is about. Mm-hmm. And so I, learn that. <laughs> I have, well, great, sign up for the class. There's a few spots left. Um, I have a girlfriend who was telling me that she had an evil spirit come into her front door and she saw it one time and she she got a golf club and started banging the front door. (laughs) And I said, there are no evil spirits. All spirits are pure love and light. That's a figment Uh of, you know, literature and the publishing industry and the movie industry and, and, civilizations through since the beginning of time that we're trying to control the masses. There is no such thing as a, as a bad spirit, but she had this, she saw this face coming through her door and she said, it just looked, it looked so distorted and so evil. And I said, that's yeah. because the door is dense and that spirit <laughs> was trying to get through it. And it kind of right. like, if you pulled, you know, your face with a pair of pantyhose on top of it, yeah, your yeah. face was distorted. Well, that's what was going on. I did a replay, an instant replay of what she was describing. And I said, the spirit was good. It was just like as it was going through the door and you saw it, its yeah. face was distort, distorted. Right. So right. so what what I can do real fast, Cheryl, is, is um, tell me your son's name. And I'll connect to you, connect to him. I'll check the house and I'll see if we can see real fast what the spirit is in there or if even there's a spirit in there. Yeah. Okay. His name is John Michael. John Michael. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So here we go. I'm going to connect to you in the the city of my birth, Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) Here we go. Heading to Columbus. Got you. Okay. Got John Michael. Okay. I can see his house. Oh, he's got several spirits in his house. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, several spirits. They look like um, they look like they work in some kind of a factory. Uh, wow. um, I would say turn of the century. Yeah, turn of the twentieth century. They look like factory workers. They. Um, it looks like a family in there, but there's a couple mm-hmm. of generations. There's an older man with white hair. There's a mm-hmm. family. Um, it looks like an older man, a younger man, some teenage boys. They all look, they all are dressed kind of similarly, mm-hmm. you know, in what they would call dungarees back then. We would yeah. call jeans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, coats and stuff. They look like laborers. There's a, there's a grandmother spirit. There's a, it looks probably oh, yeah. a wife. 
uh-huh. a daughter. So there's, so there's a bunch of them. Have your, have your son call me for a consult. I will. Yeah. We'll, we'll be able to take some time and get into who they are. They probably lived in that house or lived in a home that's on that property or lived in the area. And we'll yeah. be able to talk with them and we'll, we'll be able to, to um, you know, send them on into the light. Ghosts just don't know they're dead. So. Yeah, and I know they know a little bit about and everything you're saying. There was a family and they were who built the home and there was more than one generation. And where yeah. he lives, it just all makes sense. But yeah, okay. I think it just scares him more. And I think anyone because we're not, we can't see him. <laughs> so we know something's right. there, you know. But yeah, well, I will. I'll have him call you. One other quick thing too, Cheryl. It, tell John Michael that if he's ever feeling wicked out about it, that he mm-hmm. just needs to tell them to leave, and they will. Just okay. say, you know, you're scaring me. You need to leave because we're way yeah. more powerful in our human body when we're attached right. to a human body than just yeah. in spirit form. So, right. uh, so tell him that. And in the meantime. It's usually really fun to figure out who these people are because most of the time we can find historic records that will validate the yeah, information. That was nice. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, and we get names and dates, and it's it's really interesting when we oh, do he that. Would, he would he would enjoy that for sure. So yeah, I will have him call you. <laughs> That's okay. Fun. Well, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Right. Bye. Bye. Hi, we've got another color. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Oh, this is Lynette. Hi, Lynette. Lynette, is that what you said? Lynette, yeah. Lynette. Hi, Lynette. How are you? Hi. Oh, great. Terrific. Where are you calling us from? Washington State. Okay, well, terrific. Well, you got a quick question for me? Yeah, um, I have... Um, I have a lot of um, activity of people looking to, um, you know, look at my resume and do interviews and such. And I'm wondering if one of these um, jobs in particular is going to come through um, before the end of February. um, Or is there something else out there that I haven't applied for yet? Okay. All right. So can you give me some clues so we can pinpoint the job that you really want and we'll get some information on that? Okay. The job I really want is uh, with CHMI Franciscan, mm-hmm. and I'm actually waiting for them to call back and schedule an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one I really um, I really want. Um, um, on the other hand, I've got like four interviews set up between now and the next two weeks um, that would be okay, but the other one, the CHI one, just really sparks my interest. I don't know if it's something that I, you know, should put all of my eggs in that basket or not. Well, what I'm getting right now is they will call you in for an interview. Will will Lynette get a job offer from CHI Franciscan? I get a yes at this moment in time. Will Lynette get other job offers? Yes. Will the CHI Franciscan job be the best job offer she gets? I am getting a yes at this moment in time. So here's how future things work. We as 
as we go forward, things are always evolving, and there are about a bazillion variables that come into play that can affect an outcome. So mm-hmm. things that are happening at this moment are set. Things that have happened in the past are set. Things that are going forward are fluid. So we may get a different answer next week, but right now, those are the answers that I'm getting. Okay. okay. The other thing I want you to remember, which is what I talked to Lisa about a caller a couple callers ago, is if you can maintain the mindset of everything is unfolding perfectly, it's all in my best interest, and just proceed with that, you're going to be amazed at how things unfold. Because I think when we set our sights on one thing, especially in your situation when you've got lots of, sounds like you're going to have lots of opportunities. Um, sometimes we cut ourselves off at the pass, and there may be something even better come along that you'll enjoy even more. So just okay. trust that it's all unfolding perfectly, and you're going to have job offers, and you're going to be able to decide, and whatever happens is just going to be in your best interest. Okay. 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 Great. All right. Great. Well, call back um, in and let I, us know what to do. Okay. Can I ask you a real quick question um, sure. about my father-in-law, Chuck? He's yeah. been in the hospital now for set, uh, for over seven days after his surgery, and mm-hmm. one day it's good, the next day they have to do something, and then they put off doing a procedure, and then it's good, and then his bowels aren't good, and he's just but once he poops, he can go home, and but he's not pooping. And I mean, it's just we're just on a roller coaster with him. And like I said, he's he's been in there for seven days um, with no kind of plan, and he's 82 years old. And whereas the back surgery that he went in for um, is remarkably great, it's the complications, I guess, in his GI. Right. I, I mean, are we are we going to? He thinks he's never going to leave, and that it's time for him to go. And and nope. um, so I have him on my radar. I have him on my radar right now, Lynette. While you've been talking, he is not dying at the moment. Okay, his spirit okay. is very much, you know, attached to his body. He is not in any of the phases of transition. He will recover. Um, I think it, again, in this case, it would make sense for us to do a private consult. Let's just really do a deep dive. We can figure okay. out what's going going on with him, and um, and I'll I watch all kinds of healings occur when I do a private session with somebody. It's not just identifying; it's also energetic healings that most of the time won't have an effect. So okay. consider scheduling a, a, a private consult for, and we'll have an hour to do a deep dive and figure out what's going on with him. Okay. okay. Sounds great. And just just Sounds go to com and you'll see that book an appointment button. Okay. okay? All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh-huh. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I think our next caller is Lydia. Hi, Lydia. Oh, hi, Julie. Uh, thank you. Uh, so You're my back. question is that uh, my mom passed in June and I uh, have a younger sister she has been feeling, you know, alone, and I'm mm-hmm. here in the United States, and I'm trying to sell my house. Sometimes I call her. She feels very lonely. I'm kind of lost. I don't know if I should go and go after sell my house because I'm in the process. So can mm-hmm. you advise me? Sure. Tell everybody mm-hmm. where you're calling Thank from, you. please. New Jersey. 
New Jersey. And where's your aunt and what's her name? Uh, she's in Portugal and her name Stella. Stella. Okay. So is it in Lydia's best interest to go visit Stella within the next month? No. Within the next six months, yes. Is it in Lydia's best interest to go see Stella before she sells her house? No. That came in before the question was even asked. out. Okay. So I think you'll sell your house and you'll be able to see Stella. Oh, that wonderful. That's the best news, Jill. Thank you. <laughs> Good. So, so can you ask when I sell my house to be ready to go? I'm getting in the next house. six months. There's a good How chance long? you'll sell the next six months. Six months? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Still too long. Thank I you. Know. Thank you. I you bet. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye, Lydia. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. We are out of time, but what a treat to talk to everybody tonight. For those of you that I get, didn't get to, call back in next week, and I will. I will put you on first. And everybody else, have a wonderful week. And talk to you next time. Take care. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.